You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio. In a world of shadows, one man brings the light. A voice of resistance against the new world order, exposing the puppet masters. The antidote to the establishment's lies. Welcome to the war room. Welcome to the war room. With the fraud being committed against Donald Trump in New York right now, the most egregious having to be the value of Mar-a-Lago, here's a flashback. We go back to the 1980s when Donald Trump purchased Mar-a-Lago and a news special all about it. It has 118 rooms, half of them bedrooms, 33 bathrooms, a theater, and just in case, three bomb shelters. During the 70s, the federal government held it as a presidential retreat, but gave it back because it couldn't afford the million-dollar-a-year upkeep. Well, the house is Mar-a-Lago. Now, if the government couldn't afford it, you might wonder who could. Meet Donald Trump, real estate man and multimillionaire. This is the great entrance hall to Mar-a-Lago. The tiles are from 1400, and they're ancient Spanish tiles, and throughout the house they have 36,000 of these tiles. They're each in themselves a work of art, and it's a very special, uh, very special entryway, as you can see. So you walk in here and people start gasping just about at this point, right? Well, they, they are very, uh, they're amazed at what they see, as I was when I first walked in and as you were. When you first walked through that door, the first time you walked into this house, what did you think? I couldn't really believe it. I, this was one of the great treasures of the world. It's considered the number one home far and away in America. And when you see it, you believe it. Crystal, crystal chandeliers light the 60-foot-long living room. Seven antique silk tapestries adorn the walls. And the huge stone Italian Gothic fireplace still works. Now, I know you've already eaten in this room. You've actually had a dinner party. When you sit in here with people all around this table and you eat off of this gold and these are lit... You sit in this room, what do you think? I say, what am I doing here? How did this happen? As a matter of fact, that's precisely what a lot of other people would like to know. Mar-a-Lago has been for sale since 1980. The asking price was a cool $20 million. Donald Trump's deal for the 118-room mansion was nowhere near that price. So you paid $5 million for the house. Well, you said that. I didn't say it. What did you pay for that? Well, I won't discuss that on this. What did you pay for the house? Well, I can tell you that, that if you use the number that you're using, you probably wouldn't be too far off. The rest of the deal reportedly includes $3 million for the mansion's furniture and $2 million for the beach, bringing the grand total to a stunning $10 million. If that's true, by Palm Beach standards, Trump got himself an incredible deal. So people who are somewhat concerned that they'll start having tour buses come through here, that Mr. and Mrs. Trump will turn this into a real tourist attraction, you can rest their fears? I can rest their fears. I mean, uh, they were also concerned that I was going to turn the house into a great hotel casino, and I have no intention of doing anything like that. So on winter weekends, Donald Trump says you will find him here entertaining friends and family with a staff of 25, safely protected by a security force of 30. At the young age of 39, Donald Trump has found his castle. So, uh, you know, that's just an interesting throwback there. I I would say there's a lot of interesting things about that little video clip. 
let's say Donald Trump did buy it for ten million, if if that is the accurate uh, the accurate number that uh, they're saying there. Well, then, gee, did he just once again prove how genius he is in the real estate world, or what? Did he not prove what a genius he was in the eighties in the real estate market to buy Mar-a-Lago for ten million? And now it's, I mean, it's got to be worth hundreds of millions of now. They're lying, of course, about that. But again, it's not just about the beachfront. It's not just about the, the grandiose nature of it. Anybody that has any cognition, any honesty, any integrity, any ability to do any research at all will tell you that Mar-a-Lago is worth at least 100, at least $200 million. When you look at the plots of land next to it being worth 30, 40, 50 million, not even on the beach, and then Mar-a-Lago dwarfing that, not to mention the incredible infrastructure. But hey, who's really committing the fraud here? Donald Trump or Letitia Jane? There is a man who is whatever America needs him to be. Not the hero we deserve, but the hero we need. Nothing less than a knight. Shining. They'll hunt him. They'll set the dogs on him. Because the truth is the greatest threat they face. It's the war room with Owen Schroyer. you that a Trump supporter in modern day America is now the equivalent to a Jewish individual in 1938 Nazi Germany. And right on cue, Hillary Clinton goes on CNN and says, we need to put Trump supporters in camps. Wow. Come here, Jew. We have a nice fun camp for you. It's just to deprogram you from your false ideologies and beliefs. Don't you worry. Just step right over here. What's that smell? It's getting awfully hot in here. Incredible. Incredible that they don't even hide what they are anymore. Now, they they lie about it. They, They project it onto us. But it's clear. It's clear their intentions now. It's clear their plans now. Of course, Hillary Clinton just bit her that she lost an election. And so she wants to burn 80 million Americans. I'm excuse me. She wants to deprogram 80 million Americans because she's bitter she lost an election. I'm sorry to get a little campy here as we start the show on this Friday, October 6th, but in the history of the world, is Hillary Clinton the biggest bitch ever? I'm sorry, I just, I mean, somebody's got to claim that title. So Hillary Clinton, bitter that she lost an election, and so now she wants to put you into a camp. Uh, Is she going to have a nice red armband as she marches you into the deprogramming camp? Let's go ahead and play the clip. Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton, this is the modern-day concentration camp. Oh, no! Oh, don't you worry, little Jew. We just we just need to deprogram you. It's not going to hurt at all. In fact, we'll be fun. We'll be good for you. Hillary Clinton on CNN. 
extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. And how do you- Something needs to happen, says Hillary Clinton. Something needs to happen. Now, this isn't the first time they've talked about deprogramming camps. Democrats have been talking about putting Republicans in deprogramming camps since 2016, actually. And probably before that, I mean, they were probably saying that needed to happen when Rush Rush Limbaugh took the air. Is how long they've been saying that. But that's just my most recent recollection. As of 2016, they've been asking to put us into camps because. But how hilarious is that? She says Trump has no credibility left. Uh, Democrats cried defund the police, and then they said Republicans defunded the police. Democrats said having a border wall was racist. Now they're saying they have to have a border wall. Democrats are telling you that it's the greatest economy ever under Joe Biden. I've got the proof that that is a lie. In fact, guys, I'm looking at my video list now. We'll we'll do some some additions in the break because I sent some extras, and then I want to pull some others in. Oh, oh. Oh, Trump has lost all credibility. Actually, Trump is gaining credibility. Trump is gaining credibility. Now, I still have, uh, let's say I get feedback as far as what's going on in my hometown of St. Louis. Now, we played that clip of Sexy Red. Ski! And she's saying how much she likes Donald Trump and how the hood likes Donald Trump. And, I mean, it's like hitting St. Louis culture like a shockwave now, the, the Trump phenomenon. But as, but as Sexy Red said, it's a, it's a cultural thing. It's a hood thing now to like Donald Trump. No, Trump is gaining credibility. Oh, oh, Trump has no credibility. They claim that Mar-a-Lago is worth $25 million, but, but Trump has no credibility. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Trump has no credibility. They tell you the border is secure as you watch 15 million illegal immigrants pour in, but Trump has no credibility. It's just a loving deprogramming camp. It's just a loving deprogramming camp. But we'll show you today. We'll show you today who's in the real cult. We'll give you some examples of what cult behavior actually looks like. And we'll show you what being discredited actually looks like. Of course, that's what we do. We discredit the lies of the Democrat Party every day here on this show. We discredit the lies of the ideological left every day here on this show. So we'll continue to do that. Now, I do have a very light news desk today, heavy video clip list, light news desk. I'm hoping to have time for calls. We're also planning on have a uh, having a fun guest on today. We teased it earlier this week, but we're hoping um, that we're going to have a very fun guest for you today. And it should be a good time here on this Friday. So looking forward to that. But why, we'll ask why, is Hunter Biden asking for his gun charges to be dismissed? Why is he claiming he has immunity? 
And why did his lawyer just withdraw from the case? Why did all of that just happen? And there's another interesting development. People are asking, people are asking if Kevin McCarthy was working for the Democrats, then why didn't they vote to keep him as the speaker? Well, I think I have the answer, and um, others have kind of figured this as well. I've heard uh, I've heard this brandied about from from other people that have sources in D.C. and do political analysis. But I'm now I'm convinced that this was the case. Why did the Democrats vote in unison for Kevin McCarthy to be out as speaker? I'm going to tell you why. And others have suggested that this might be the case, but now I'm convinced. It is the case. And so it's really just another victory for us. And what Matt Gates did has been so important now for the political movement that is anti-establishment in D.C. that you now have leftists, because this used to be a leftist thing. So, I mean, there might be some, there might be some leftists, there might be some liberals in Congress that actually have integrity. doesn't mean we have similar ideologies or worldviews, but if they have integrity and they really want to stop D.C. corruption, well, we've now seen them. We've seen the individuals that are willing to commit to that. So we'll explain that as well. And then we've got some other news from Matt Gates, some other illegal immigration news, some interesting developments in the Vivek Ramaswamy campaign. All of that and more coming up on today's InfoWars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. And yesterday, I don't have this on my news desk today, but it's worth repeating in case you missed it yesterday, folks. New study, new study, 95% of tap water is poisoned. And I'm not even talking about the fluoride. They found arsenic and uranium and six other neurotoxins in 95% of water samples. So please get yourself a water filter. Don't drink the poisoned water. It's that simple. Don't drink the poisoned water. Get a water filter from InfoWarsStore.com. This is a necessity. This is a necessity. Don't drink the poisoned water. I could show you a dozen studies warning you about the toxic tap water. Get a water filter from InfoWarsStore.com today. Support your health and support the InfoWar in the process. We have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's going on. And these are game-changing products. It's like our information's game-changing. These products are incredible. And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get three or four thousand bottles of each one of these i think we've got four thousand bottles of the hgh max boost that people love so much we've got about four thousand bottles of 1776 testosterone boost that just came in and we've got about three thousand bottles of pain md incredible natural pain reliever situation all three of these are back in stock, and they're incredible, and they fund our operation at InfoWarsStore.com. 
The globalists aren't just targeting us through the poison shots or the electromagnetic 5G or the GMO crops. They're hitting us with hundreds of chemicals that the EPA has authorized companies and industry to use. One of the top pesticides used is atrazine. The allowable level the government admits that they allow to be in your water supply is enough to sterilize you and basically turn your son into a feminized mutant. Look it up. Don't let them do this to your family. We have the very best gravity-fed filter system out there. Highest rated at half the price of leading competitors. The Alexa Pure, ready to ship to you right now. We have replacement filters for folks who have already gotten it. It does 10,000 gallons before you replace them. It is amazing. It's great for your home, your business. You can put swamp water in it, tap water, whatever, well water. Almost everything's contaminated. This is how you take control of the fluids in your body and counter the globalist onslaught. Get yours today at InfoWorkStore.com. For a limited time, we're running a 10% discount. That is a huge discount. Sorry, the lowest price out there. You need this filter. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. and put it down on some of these news stories here. Let's just get it off the desk before we get a little heavier in today's transmission. A couple interesting developments in the Hunter Biden case. Here's a few of the headlines. Hunter Biden attorney withdraws from federal gun charge case. So this is the same one where the plea deal fell through. This is the same one where he's lying on the documents about his drug addiction And then another headline, Hunter Biden asks for federal gun charges to be dismissed, claims he has immunity. What? Claims he has immunity. Now, what do you take away from this? Hunter Biden's attorney withdrawing from the case. To me, why would Hunter Biden's attorney withdraw from this case? I'm not trying to make any uh, negative commentary on lawyers here, but, I mean, it's not like lawyers will take a case or, or will drop out of a case they think they can't win. As long as Hunter Biden's attorney think he, he's going to get paid, even if he doesn't think he can win, I don't see why he would drop out. So does he feel Hunter Biden is being dishonest with him? Is he afraid this case is going in such a direction that if he continues to take it up, his reputation as a lawyer or just a citizen of the United States is going to be completely destroyed. But then I look at the second story here. Hunter Biden asked for federal gun charges to be dismissed, claims he has immunity. Well, the plea deal fell apart. So obviously he's not so stupid to think that, well, the plea deal that we thought we had fell apart, but it still applies. I don't think I don't think Hunter Biden is that dumb. I don't think he's on crack still. This is interesting. First son Hunter Biden is asking for federal gun charges he pled not guilty to earlier this week to be dismissed, claiming he has immunity against the indictment stemming from an earlier plea agreement with prosecutors. But again, the plea fell through. Defense attorneys Abby Lowell and Richard Jones said a July diversion agreement that both parties signed remains in force and he will seek to dismiss the indictment against him pursuant to the immunity provisions of that agreement. The attorneys argued 
The only charge special counsel David Weiss was permitted to bring as part of the diversion agreement were tax charges that have since been dismissed after the first son's plea deal blew up in court. If the special counsel no longer wishes to pursue that charge, it has the right to do that, Lowell and Jones wrote. Yeah, but the plea deal fell apart. So so this whole thing is very confusing now. Now, again, with Hunter Biden's lawyers now withdrawing from the case, that's Richard Jones, as mentioned previously, It appears that Lowell will still be representing him, but Jones is out. I suppose this happens every now and then. But I feel like something else is going on here. And I can't quite put my finger on it. Now, is Hunter Biden assuming that he's going to get a pardon from his father in some point in time? Are they trying to delay this case? Is it a delay tactic? Does Hunter Biden think he has immunity for some other reason? Was there some other agreement reached between Hunter Biden and the prosecutors and maybe even Joe Biden? And Hunter's upset because the judge doesn't know this? What is really going on here? Now, interestingly enough, I took a plea deal. I've explained why I did that. I'm not going to rehash that. You can go watch my full press conference outside of the courthouse after my sentencing if you want to understand why we took the plea deal. But again, what's interesting here is that, yeah, you take a plea deal and, and you reach an understanding with the prosecutors. That That's part of the plea deal. You reach an understanding. Now, what's funny is that in my plea deal, they basically didn't go along with with what our understanding of the negotiations were. That's why we were all so shocked at the sentencing and them asking for 120 days in jail. So it's as if Hunter is shocked at the results of the sentencing, even though he took a plea deal, but his plea deal fell apart. There is no plea anymore. It's done. So what immunity is he talking about? And why does one of his lawyers drop out of the case? I'm curious if there isn't something else going on here, if there isn't some other secret deal that's been reached between Hunter and Joe and the prosecutors, or if this is all a delay tactic because Hunter believes that his daddy is going to pardon him before he leaves office in a year from now. Now, Joe pardoning his son now would obviously not look good. I'm sure he could get away with it, but... It wouldn't look good, and for the time being, he has to pretend like he wants to become president again, even if the Democrats have other plans. Now, does any of this matter in the big scheme of things? Well, it might when we're dealing with the two standards of justice or the hierarchy of justice in this country, one set of laws for Republicans and conservatives and Trump supporters, and then no sets of laws for Democrats and liberal progressives. But again, Hunter Biden and his gun issue is not the story. Hunter Biden making tens of millions of dollars off the family name. Hunter Biden getting on oil company boards in Ukraine after special prosecutors are fired because Joe Biden engaging in bribery, blackmail, pay for play, however you want to call it. That's the real story here. That's what's going to come out. And if Jim Jordan does become Speaker of the House who Trump has now officially endorsed, 
He has a lot of that information sitting on the Judiciary Committee. So he might be willing to subpoena Hunter Biden where Kevin McCarthy was not. And it should be interesting if Jim Jordan, when we reach the phase of voting next week, decides he's going to stand up and he's going to make a plea to the Republicans. And part of that is going to say, make me Speaker of the House and I will subpoena Hunter Biden. And we should see right then and there what interest the Republicans in the House actually have in looking into the Biden crime family. And we should see if Republicans in the House actually want to give the Democrats a taste of their own medicine with what they did to Trump. And then we should see if Jim Jordan is actually willing to be a man who fills the suit he wears, unlike Kevin McCarthy. Now, when we come back, I'm going to answer a question I see a lot of people asking. Okay, Speaker McCarthy never took the office from Nancy Pelosi. To me, that was a sign, that was a symbol that Pelosi was still running the House. Kevin McCarthy then basically admits that he's working with uh, with Pelosi during his ouster speech. So people are saying, well, why did the Democrats vote to get rid of McCarthy if he was working for them the entire time? Remember, folks... Everything the Democrats do is about power. Every move they make, everything they say, everything they do is always about power. So I'm going to explain why the Democrats voted against McCarthy when we come back on the other side of this break. And I think I think old Chucky, I think old Chucky Schumer spilled the beans. Last year we put this book out. The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of the society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. Infowars.com forward slash show. The thorn in the side of the deep state. Here comes Owen Schroyer. this is amazing. As I said in the first segment, Democrats have been calling for putting Trump supporters in camps for years. Well, talk about on-time delivery. Arabian has just published a four-minute compilation of Democrats calling to put Trump supporters in camps. So you see, 
I know that the normal audience that's been tuned into the show for years knows I don't just say things. I don't just pull things uh, out of my ass, if you will. I say things because I know them to be true. So that's great. So that's going to be proven in real time. Talk about an on-time delivery with that. But let me pick it up where I left off. Because I saw a lot of people asking with my coverage, oh, and if Kevin McCarthy is working for the Democrats, then why would they vote him out? Remember, everything the Democrats do is about power. And I think something unexpected happened here. I think that the Democrats expected Kevin McCarthy to run for House Speaker again. And, I mean, what has he always been saying? I'll never quit. I'll keep fighting. I'll never give up. So I think the Democrats expected him to run for Speaker again. And and who knows? Maybe he even told Pelosi that that was his plan. But what McCarthy quickly found out was, okay, from people like Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene and others that you're never going to get our vote. So after McCarthy got the ouster vote, I think he was planning on running again, thinking all he had to do was maybe convince the eight Republicans or maybe just get some Democrat votes and he could be back in. But then a handful of Republicans came up and said, tapped him on the shoulder and said, sorry, bud, time to hit the showers. And that threw everything out of whack. So, so it almost worked even better that the margin to remove McCarthy was so slim in the Republican Party because it threw a knuckleball to the Democrats' plan. Now, again, I heard this theory floated around by other hosts, and I thought, yeah, there might be something to that, but I I wanted to wait. I wanted to wait till I might fully agree with it to bring it on this show. But after Chuck Schumer said this, I'm convinced that McCarthy not running for speaker again was a curveball to the Democrat Party. And I'll explain further on the other side, but why... Would Chucky Schumer say something like this about his own House Democrats? We all know there's quite a bit of history being made on the other side of the Capitol as well. Unfortunately, not the good kind. Yesterday, a small band of MAGA extremists plunged Congress into pandemonium. For the first time in history, The Speaker has been removed from his position at the hands of radicals that he empowered from day one. Now imagine, if Chuck Schumer says bad history gets made, then folks, again, total over-the-top confirmation, good history was made by Matt Gaetz. So thank you, Chuck Schumer, for confirming once again what we already knew here on this show. But uh, Chuck, every single Democrat voted to remove McCarthy as well. Are they radicals? Are they extremists? Folks, Schumer let the cat out of the bag. The Democrats voted to remove McCarthy because they thought he would run again. Now, remember, what did Kevin McCarthy say in his ouster speech? Kevin McCarthy let Nancy Pelosi stay in the Speaker's office. That was a a symbolic cucking of Kevin McCarthy by Pelosi. She was actually running things. So when she told Kevin McCarthy she would have his back, what did that mean? That meant that if McCarthy needed votes from the Democrats, that Pelosi would deliver them. So again, you might ask, well, then why did they vote to oust him? Because the Democrats are all about power and they wanted leverage. And so the Democrat plan 
was to get McCarthy out, and then when he runs again, say, hey, we'll give you the vote you need, but you're going to do X, Y, and Z for us. And then when McCarthy found out that he was going to lose votes on the Republican side, he decided he wasn't going to run again, and that threw the entire Democrat plan off kilter and out of bounds. So, yes, I do believe still that the Democrats were running Kevin McCarthy. And yes, I believe their plan was to have McCarthy removed so that they could leverage more power from him, saying, we'll give you the votes you need again if you run again, but you have to work with us and do this for us. And then when he realized that he wasn't going to have as many votes as he wanted in the Republican side for a second go around, he just dropped out. And at that point, for Kevin McCarthy, it would be too obvious. Now, he might be planning on running for office again. So imagine if you're Kevin McCarthy, and let's say you lose 16 or 20 votes on the Republican side, and you pick up 16 votes from the Democrats, that doesn't look good for your re-election bid, does it? So Kevin McCarthy realized, as a cover-your-ass moment, he had to step aside because it wasn't going to be eight Republicans voting against him. It was going to be 16 or 20. And he was going to need probably at least 10 or 15 Democrat votes to become speaker again. Now, I'm sure the Democrats would have done that because he would have made promises to them. But for Kevin McCarthy, it wasn't worth completely selling out and destroying his political career for 10 Democrat votes to stay speaker of the House. So that was a curveball. And, 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 and why did Mitch, or excuse me, Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer, I guess there's no difference. Because Mitch McConnell is out telling you how great Kevin McCarthy is too. So again, just more confirmation that we were right. Matt Gates was the, the good actor for history. So why did Chuck Schumer wait until after Speaker McCarthy said he wouldn't be running for Speaker again? Because they weren't expecting it. They were expecting Speaker McCarthy to run again, to get votes he needed from the Democrats, and then they'd have even more leverage and power over him in the House. So the, basically, the Democrats would control the House, even though a Republican was the Speaker of the House. And that's how it all went down. And that's my belief. And that's why I still believe McCarthy was working with the Democrats, why they still voted against them, and what would have happened if he didn't drop out of the race. So I still believe that it all makes sense. Now, then there's Matt Gates continues to do the good work. He has now introduced the Security Clearance Revolving Door Act. He says the American people know the deep state primarily exists because of the widespread abuse of national security clearances by people who were trusted to act in the interest interest of our country. The national security state has been weaponized against Americans to control and influence their political beliefs, especially if they align with President Donald Trump. 51 former intelligence officers plotted and executed a plan with the Obama administration to suppress the source of information that proved corruption between Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and foreign business partners in Ukraine and China. These intel offices used their national security clearances as the imprimatur of legitimacy for their lies in order to influence the 2020 presidential election. In order to ensure that this never happens again, we must pass this legislation. 
Matt Gates to introduce legislation to combat widespread abuse of national security clearances. Matt Gates, the Security Clearance Revolving Door Act. More good work from Matt Gates and the the vitriol from Chuck Schumer against Gates and the other Republicans that voted against McCarthy only confirm more that Matt Gates was the good guy. And now Hillary Clinton, she's not just calling for Trump supporters to be put into camps. We'll revisit that in the next segment. Hillary Clinton also demands backlash against Matt Gates. She Hillary Clinton demands backlash against Matt Gates. Why won't she just go away? Just go away, Hillary. You've got an illegitimate daughter with Bill, and you got, you've got, uh, what's the guy's name's grandkids? I forget the guy's name. But Matt Gates says, I did not kill myself, referencing, obviously, the Clinton sides that are just a coincidence, I'm sure. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver has finally returned. To celebrate this powerful product's long-awaited homecoming, we're slashing $10 off the asking price, passing the savings on to you. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. Concentrated to 30 parts per million in a pure base of deionized water, This survival silver is the perfect fit for you and your family's routine and emergency supply. Beloidal silver is an amazing natural product that can assist your body's many healing processes. Do a deep dive, research the possibilities of colloidal silver yourself, and don't miss out on this limited-time offer of $10 off. Try InfoWars Life Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver today. Available right now at InfoWarsStore.com. America is waking up to the sad and painful fact that we've been under a multinational globalist deep state intelligence agency controlled coup for decades in this country. We didn't have full control 30, 40 years ago, but they're really attempting full control now. And that's where we are. And InfoWars has engaged in the best long-term analysis of the enemy operation and predicted the resistance movement would form against it and the fact that we would have major successes against the enemy, but they would then double, triple, quadruple down. That's where we are now. So it's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air. I just want to thank you all for your support and spreading the word. It's more important than ever that we get funding. We try to make it easier for you to fund us by simply going to InfoWarsStore.com and getting great products that enrich you and your family's lives. I want to just encourage you all to not forget that without you, we won't be here. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. InfoWars.com forward slash show.
extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. And how do you come here, you? We have a little deprogramming camp for you. Going to be good time. Just come with me. Just a little deprogramming. You have the wrong ideology. And so you come with me now. Yes? Ah, Hillary Clinton. You know, I know it's going to get worse in this country. I wouldn't be surprised if they do try to start a larger war with Russia and then they just start drafting Trump supporters and it'll be like, huh, it's like all my friends and family that support Trump are getting drafted into a war and then they all go to war and then they get nuked. Like, I'm serious. That's how bad it could get. That's how diabolical the current administration is. But um, you're going to see more Trump supporters get indicted and charged and arrested. I mean, hell, I wouldn't be surprised if the feds come in here and just shut this place down. That's how bad it is. I mean, for Hillary Clinton to go on CNN and get no backlash from the host when she says we need to have a deprogramming camp for Trump supporters. I mean, folks, like, look at history. Look at what the Chinese communists do to dissidents. Look at what, look at the 21st, or excuse me, rather, the 20th century. We look at 20th century history, all kinds of authoritarian regimes. What do they do to dissidents? They round them up, they put them in gulags, or they gas them like the Nazis. I mean, that's what they're doing. So I still believe that this is the final, this is the final moment of Democrat Party politics here, and, and they're just fully revealing what they've been the whole time. Totalitarian, authoritarians, corrupt, diabolical to their core. And I do believe that when we get through this dark stage that Democrats, the Democrat Party, will be lined up in the history books next to the Nazis and the KKK. That that will be the lineup of ultimate evil that this world has experienced, and it'll be the Democrats right there in it. I do believe when this is all said and done, that's what it's going to be. But how far they're going to go to earn that spot, I think we're going to see. And when you have Hillary Clinton saying, oh, we're going to put them into deprogramming camps, they're just showing their hand, folks. But as I said in the opening segment, now, I did not know Grabian put together this compilation. So talk about on-time delivery. I told you that Hillary is not the first person to say this. Here's a four-minute compilation just dropped from Grabian of Democrats saying we need to be put in camps. We got a little malfunction on the clip, guys? Well, we can go to these other clips instead and show who's really in the call. What, guys, give me a little, let's call an audible here. Do we have the clip now? Okay, we got a little malfunction on the clip. No problem. Let's call an audible. Let's show you. Okay, slide back into formation. Four-minute Gravian clip, Democrats saying to put you in a camp. So many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a 
formal deprogramming of the cult members. Terms being tossed around like deprogramming Trump followers. All of America needs deprogramming because we've all been negatively influenced by Donald Trump. Can't uh, sit down with people don't, that don't recognize there was an insurrection. Megan alluded the other day to the deprogramming that uh, Katie Couric talked about. Deprogramming that might work in other cases is um, it's obviously proven to be difficult. But many of them have allowed the lies really to seep into their soul and it's beginning to rot their minds. Taking it even a step further, Raskin told the New York Times that he's ordered books about cults and deprogramming to try to understand his Republican colleagues. Are a couple accounts, libs of TikTok, a few, you know, really prominent anti-trans and sort of far-right activists who started to essentially make the argument that any exposure uh, to children about LGBT people uh, is automatically grooming. It seems to be emboldening anti-gay trolls. Explain how. Not just libs of TikTok, but this guy, James Lindsay, they would say, hey, there's going to be something at this library. You know, they're going to read books. You know, a drag queen's going to come and read books. How do you fix it? How do you undo it? Well, at this point, you know, it's deprogramming. That's what we're being fed. People uh, of other races are out to get you. We accept that. We get fed that. And so when that doorbell rings or the basketball comes into your yard, your first response is to pull that gun. It's a it's a programming that's occurring. The deprogramming question is much tougher to answer. People have literally been brainwashed and it's scary by the myths and disinformation that is online, that is being the propaganda on Fox News. It is another epidemic that our country is facing. And until we really hold platforms accountable, until we really do some deprogramming. And anyone like him that says uh, the press is the enemy of the people, that's what Hubbard would say. That's what Moon said. If you say this is a cult, What's the first step of deprogramming? The first step with anyone who's a true believer is contact with people uh, that are outside the bubble. I mean, I was just trying to engage in a little deprogramming with all of these myths about COVID-19. Is there any convincing those people that they're not living in a world of reality or facts? No, listen, if there was a deprogramming pill that I could put in everybody's stocking for Christmas, I would do it. It's because of Facebook. It's gotten out into wine moms and yoga groups and some maybe that's something that started as innocuous online that turns into something completely different, Brian. And that's part of the challenge, as you write, of, of deprogramming it. We have, we have issues that are going to take a long time to root out. And it's really about deprogramming people who have been listening to stuff coming from Marjorie Taylor Greene and other big social influencers, and that includes the president. I hope uh, deprogramming some people one person at a time. They just need a little bit of affirmation. You know, I've been spending a lot of time reading about deprogramming. Deprogramming. Deprogram. You're reading my mind. Yeah. I see a lot of that happening. Like, no, I, okay. you don't need to be deprogrammed. You wow. Look pretty I mean, talk about, about on-time delivery that. from Grabian. You know, I, I think it's just worth explaining because we get new audience members here every day. When I said that Democrats have been saying that for years, I didn't just make that up, folks. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how else to put that. I, I'm like, I'm like a media fiend. I'm like a media nerd. Like you, you, you see some people like gamers. They'll sit and play video games for for ten hours a day. I'm like that consuming political news. Okay, I kind of got an addiction to be honest. So. I know what I'm talking about. I monitor all this stuff 24-7. But, but amazing that Grabian proves me right there within the hour. I didn't even know that they had that. But, but moving on. Now, let's look what a cult actually looks like. Here's what they were doing in public schools 
to train your children to love Barack Obama in clip 14. We're gonna spread happiness. We're gonna spread freedom. Obama's gonna change it. Obama's gonna lead them. We're gonna change it. Yeah, Obama changed it, didn't he? Really did. Of course, most Obama voters voted for Trump because Obama ended up being a fraud. And they bring in the whole class here. They're all wearing Obama shirts. These kids can't even vote. They don't even know basic economics. Okay. That's good. That's good. And by the way, I I didn't even pull in. I could pull in all the gay LGBTQ plus programming, all the trans programming, all the pedophile programming that the left is engaged in with the children as well. That's cult behavior. Or, Or maybe you might recall this one from Stephen Colbert in clip 30. tell me who's in the cult and it's so funny you hear them well they need to talk to somebody who has a different mindset folks i invite liberals on this show all the time they never come on they're the ones that are afraid to talk to someone with a different mindset because they're in the cult but again i didn't even mention the drag queen story time i didn't even mention the lgbtq pride for kids who's really in a cult more projection from the american left they're the cult where were you when humanity was fighting for its life Where were you when the globalists were caught trafficking millions of children for sex slavery worldwide? Where were you when the New World Order was starting World War III with Russia? Well, I know where you are. You're watching and listening to InfoWars.com right now, and I salute you and thank you. And I want to encourage all of you who've been in this fight so long to realize we've reached the critical juncture in the battle now. And a key tool in that fight is the Great Awakening, defeating the globalists, and launching the next great renaissance. This is my second book, Part two of the Great Reset and the War for the World. It's a longer book, a quite frankly more powerful book. And just like the last book went to number one, it is up to you to send us to number one right now. This is a cultural fight against the globalists, and it funds the Info War. Get signed or unsigned copies of The Great Awakening right now at InfoWarsStore.com. I want to thank you all for your support. But this is a book everybody needs. Get your copy of The Great Awakening right now. propaganda machine it's owen schroyer you know south park always seems to be ahead of the curve i guess they knew that our politicians specifically on the left always wanted to put us into re-education camps this was an episode from 2002 the death of camp tolerance it's an intensive seminar camp it's a bit severe but it might be the only way okay that sounds good to me me too. Then it's settled. Boys, you're going to tolerance camp. Tolerance camp? Welcome to tolerance camp. You are here because you would not accept people's differences. Because you refuse to accept the life choices of your fellow man. Well, those days are now over. 
Here you will work every hour of every day until you submit to being tolerant of everybody. Here, intolerance will not be tolerated. Today we will be using the finger paint. You will make a painting that shows people of different races and sexual orientations getting along. Finger paint! Finger paint! You will not make any distinction between people of different color, people with different sexual preferences. You will accept everyone. What are you finger painting? Uh, a bear? Ein bear? Und bear has nothing to do with accepting people of different races. Uh, I, I didn't know what else to paint. Start over. You will finger paint what we tell you. Go! Faster. 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 Are you done? What is it? What have you done? People of all colors and greens holding hands beneath a rainbow. Good. That wasn't so hard, was it? Now do it again. Faster. Faster. Everything in order? Yes, mein Fjord. We are making the prisoners make macaroni pictures that illustrate diversity in the workplace. Excellent. Go! Kyle! Kyle, you have to keep making your macaroni pictures. Can't... Yeah. Your modern-day Nazis, the Democrat Party, they want to put you in re-education camps or deprogramming camps. That's the, that's the word they tested in their little think tanks. Hillary Clinton says you need to go to the deprogramming camp. But it's not working. Now, Charleston White went on one of a very popular liberal Democrat talk shows, The Other Side. And, um, folks, I'm telling you, black culture is changing, and Trump is going to get a record number of black votes in this upcoming election, especially with people like Charleston White saying stuff like this on Democrat talk shows. Why you wore that Trump hat in here? Tell uh, me about this Trump I'm, hat. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a diehard Trump supporter. Uh, in my household, uh, you got Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. you got Jesus, and you got Donald Trump. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Not in that particular order, but yeah, you got yeah, Martin Luther King, Jesus, and Donald Trump. Why you got Donald Trump? Now, you uh, know, well, I'm a straight Democrat, but I'm, I'm for the best person. Oh, uh, yes, but sir. But now, why you got Donald Trump? Uh, because I paid attention in school uh, when I was a kid, and so I know <laughs> I know the I know the true history of, of both the Republican uh, and Democratic Party. Uh, I know that they really didn't switch during during the Nixon Southern strategy. That one became more clever than the other in dealing with black people. Uh, we the Democrats, we got away. We were the Republican friends. We were their friends, but we were the Democrats. Hmm. Uh, when you look at the 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 the, the, the the origins of the Ku Klux Klan, uh, it originated out of the Demo- Democratic Party. The Ku Klux Klan? It did. Okay. Uh, uh, every, every civil rights legislation that ever has been passed in this country uh, was authored, uh, uh, written, uh, sponsored, and voted on 100% by Republicans and not Democrats. Every civil rights legislation. Well, what, what you, you going to do? So let me, let me feel the magic about Trump. Right. So, as a, so as a kid, I remember being six, seven years old. Uh, and, and seeing Donald Trump re- receiving an award with, 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 with Muhammad Ali, uh, Rosa Parks, mm. uh, from the NAACP. Uh, not only that, uh, he So again, that, that's on a top Democrat talk show that has a large black audience. And, and then you've got huge hip-hop and R&B stars like Sexy Red and, and I think it was 21 Savage and others talking about how it's all about Trump. So 
This is devastating to the Democrats, so the only option they have is to put us all in... Bolstering your bodily functions. Galaxy torn by naturally where darkness spreads its tendrils across the universe, one hero rises against the immeasurable might of the globalists. Tune in and trust in the power of the truth to lead us to victory in the great info war. Prepare for the ultimate battle for truth with today's War Room broadcast. Now, it's your host, Owen Schroyer and his intrepid crew. Find the show and share the links at infowars.com forward slash show. Well, Brian Stelter asks, what would formal deprogramming look like? Well, Brian, I would suggest you do a quick internet search. Auschwitz, Nazi Germany. And that might give you an idea, Brian, Mr. Potato Head. What is Brian up to these days? Anyway, reliable sources, remember that show? (laughs) That guy used to be on TV. (laughs) Brian, I outlived you, and I'm totally banned everywhere. And uh, you couldn't even hack it on CNN. Mr. Potato Head, reliable sources. What would formal deprogramming look like, asked Brian Stelter. Again, I would... Suggest you start with Auschwitz, Nazi Germany. Maybe that will give you an idea. But isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing? Uh, the American left has really shown their hand, folks. With the internet censorship, the attack on free speech, they've put me in jail for my speech. Don't you question elections. It's like uh, if you see your neighbor and, uh, you know, girls keep showing up at his house and then they never leave. And you walk over there, you say, uh, hey, uh, kind of look in the door. I've noticed those uh, girls from around the neighborhood have gone missing, but the last time I saw them, they're all in your house. Is everything okay back there? What's going on? And then he drags you into the house, and what do you think happens next? Oh, you question the election? Oh, got to lock you up. Why doesn't the person, why doesn't the person who owns the house where all the girls are disappearing want you asking where all the girls are hmm. why don't the people want you why don't the people who win the elections want you knowing how they keep winning elections and not questioning them hmm. Hmm. they're showing you their hand but they're winning only in political authoritarianism they're losing culturally they're losing as far as we, the people, are concerned. And so what is their option now? They have to imprison the dissidents and the biggest voices. They have to censor the dissidents and biggest voices. And, and, and when that doesn't work, they're going to send us all to camps. And you know what happens next. So they're just showing you who they are. They, yesterday, they broke the story. They're bragging about it in Newsweek. Ha-ha. We're going to put Trump supporters on terror watch lists. And then Hillary Clinton says, we're going to send them to deprogramming camps. Uh, do you get the message? We just need to round up the Jews and put them into camps. It's fine. We have a nice aerosol spray in the camp for them. It will smell nice and good. And they take and they take one whiff and they're deprogrammed. You understand? Yes. Are we really doomed to repeat this history? How many people will be locked up for their speech by the Democrats? How many people will get marched into a gulag by the Democrats before we realize that, huh, Democrats are the modern-day Nazis? Wow. I mean, really, how bad does it have to get? Do we have to see piles of people dead in ditches before we realize what the Democrats really are? 
oh, 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 they'll they'll come arrest me for saying that. Uh, They are tuned in right now. They listen to everything I say. But talk about discredited. Talk about discredited. They say Trump is discredited. Uh, How about here's Pelosi, and and we already showed you the clips yesterday of Biden and Mayorkas and everybody else saying, no wall, no wall, no wall. Here's Nancy Pelosi in 2018 in clip five. Let's hope hope that there won't be a shutdown of government. That's a, a very bad thing to do. Maybe the president doesn't grasp that, but that is very harmful. Uh, to our country at significant cost. And another day, and we have more time, we'll go into the when the Republicans shut it down before, the 17th, on the 17th day, they finally opened and cost of billions of dollars uh, to our economy. And they still voted against opening up government. You know, we had the, an over, a, a large number of Republicans voted against opening up the government. What makes you think he changes his calibration, even if you're able to pass a bill under your watch on the 3rd of January, his position ostensibly wouldn't change. Why would he sign that bill to open government up in January? Does he want to have government closed forever? I mean, what's this about? I know he doesn't believe in government. I know he doesn't know that much about what is at risk to shut it down. So that's Pelosi saying that she'll keep the government closed if uh, to stop building a wall. Oh, but now they want to build the wall. So Pelosi, uh, we need to keep, but why do, who would say we need to keep the government open? Well, why do they need to keep the government open? Because the government is their authority structure over you. They have to keep the government open because how else will they have authority over you? Oh, so Democrats, a wall is racist. When, when, when Trump says it, it, it's racist, it's xenophobic, it's white nationalism, but now the Democrats are saying we have to do it and, and lying about their reasons, and now it's all good. Oh, the border is secure. The border is secure. We need to build a wall, but it won't stop any illegal immigrants. So what's the difference? They can't stop lying. Talk about discredited. How about this old news clip from the 1990s? Talking about discredited, Joe Biden's been discredited for 30 years. Here it is in clip seven. Joseph Biden may have more explaining to do. The new questions stem from taped remarks of Biden during an April campaign appearance in New Hampshire. I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my my class uh, to have a full academic scholarship. Went back to law school and in fact ended up in the top half of my class. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees from undergraduate school and 165 credits, only 123 credits. Biden now concedes he did not graduate in the top half of his law school class, that he does not have three degrees from college, and that he was not named outstanding political science student in college. Newsweek says Biden actually went to school on a half scholarship, ended up near the bottom of his class, and won only one degree, not three. Joe Biden ranked 76th in a class of 85 at the University of Syracuse Law School. I mean, this guy comes off this whole thing as a flyweight. Now Biden says Newsweek is right. His memory had failed him. And I'd be delighted to sit down and compare my IQ to yours if you'd like, Frank. Joe Biden was victimized by the truth. Bye-bye, Biden. He may not know it yet, but I think this is very diff- going to be very difficult for him to recover. Is Joe Biden dead meat, yes or no? I think so. Bob. 
terminal condition. Terminal? Eleanor? Yes, unless he comes in third in Iowa. <laughs> Morton? Dying. I say dead. Now, isn't that amazing? And so you're asking yourself, how is it in the early 90s when Joe Biden was exposed as a total liar? Let's not forget Kamala Harris accused him of being a racist and keeping black people out of schools and off school buses during the presidential debates of 2020. So how is it that Joe Biden, totally discredited and corrupted, is able to become president? Because that's how corrupt and controlled the media is, folks, and how powerful it is. In fact, I mean, quite frankly, this is one of the biggest reasons why InfoWars exists, is to combat the corrupt, brainwashing, MK Ultra, Mockingbird media that can take a known, lying, discredited, bigot Joe Biden and make him the president of the United States. That's how powerful they are. And they can censor the information that proves it. This is why InfoWars needs to exist. This is why you're tuned in. This is why Alex Jones started it more than 20 years ago. And in case you didn't hear, Alex has just released a new book. It is available at InfoWarsStore.com. Not just the new book by Alex Jones, but an exclusive autographed copy is also available for purchase right now at InfoWarsStore.com. And so get Alex's new book exclusively autographed, The Great Awakening, Defeating the Globalist, and Launching the Next Great Resistance by Alex Jones. You can order it right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Just the hard copy, or you can order you can order the autographed copy as well. Only the autographed copy will be available at InfoWarsStore.com, and it's your support there that keeps us on the air. Last year, we put this book out, The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out, and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of a society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next-level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. The satanic New World Order is betting against humanity. They're betting on our weakness. They believe they can destabilize civilization and bring us down into the ashes of history. But the trap they've laid for us will be their destruction, not ours. If we trust in God and if we are valiant and have courage to speak the truth and not comply and engage in civil disobedience and not join the masses who have decided that they are the scum of the earth, who have decided that they will join with this soulless corporate system. As for InfoWars, we are going to steadfastly continue to fight in the information war with our weapon, the truth, against the enemies of humanity. And we put our faith, and we put our trust, and we put our destiny in the hands of God. 
But as has been said a trillion times, if God be with us, who can be against us? The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. Now go to the White House where Joe Biden is fumbling, bumbling around. Let's see what he has to say here in clip number eight. First of all, you just heard the news today, too. They haven't heard it. I think the people, those 300 plus thousand people who got jobs feel better about the economy. Oh, oh wait, you know what? Pause it there real quick. Let me give a little more context to this. The Biden administration is touting major economic good news today, huge job gains. So this is like their top story today is how great the economy is doing. I just want to throw this out there so you understand what he's talking about. I'm going to address that coming up in the next segment. Again, it's just a complete lie. Bidenomics has been a complete disaster. But but that's their big claim today is that the Biden economy is working great for the American people. We had all these added jobs. We'll, we'll address that later. But um that's just the context of what he's talking about. But uh, let, let, let's go back to uh, fumbling, bumbling Joe here. I got to choose my words here. You all are not the happiest people in the world. They must be liberals. Report. And I mean it sincerely. Oh. It gets a more little, you get more legs when you're reporting something that's negative. I don't mean, I don't mean you're picking on me. Or I'm just the nature of things. You turn on the television... And there's not a whole lot about boy saves dog as he swims in the lake, you know, to say, you know, it's about, you know, somebody pushed the dog in the lake. I mean, I, I, I get it, but. Uh-oh. What? If you just listen to what's going on around the world. Okay. There's reason for people to be concerned. There's reason for people to be concerned what's going on with in Russia. There's reason to be concerned about what's going on in oh other parts of the world. I think that batteries are shutting down. The American people are smart as hell and know what their interests are. I think they know they're better off financially than they were before. It's a fact. And all the all that's a that fact. Data, all that polling stuff. Anyway, uh, and then we'll, we'll address that in a second. And then he was asked about um, 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 what was it in clip three? Mr. President, can you be specific about what you did to try to reappropriate those border funds, especially when Democrats controlled both chambers of Congress? Well, the, the wall thing? Is that what you're talking about? Oh, the wall thing. Yeah, yeah. they passed. Well, I was told that I had no choice, that, I, you know, Congress passes legislation to build something, whether it's an aircraft carrier, a wall, or... So anyway, he's lying about this, too. That, that was passed in 2019. They refused to do anything about it until this week because now Democrats are pissed about the illegal immigration. Now, I'll have more on that coming up in the next segment. Let's actually get into the economy. Now, again, 
I can show you article after article after article. Grocery bills up. Inflation is, is record high. Nobody can afford a home. A majority of Americans living paycheck to paycheck. I've covered that at nauseum. But, but let's actually go. These are trends on the internet. These are not political accounts. These are just people that have accounts and, and followers on Instagram and all these social accounts. And, and they're just telling their audience like, hey, this is the worst economy I've ever lived in. Let's just go down the list. Let's start with clip 18. At this point, I think we might be living at our in-laws' house until, you know, we get old and gray. Because the housing market is absolutely ridiculous. It's so sad because back in the day, you were able to just go to school, get a good job, get married, be able to buy a house, start a family. And possibly be able to stay part-time at home even with the children to help raise them. Now it's like, no, you get married. Where are you living? Maybe we're going to live in a shoebox. Maybe we're going to be homeless living on the street. Because why is a one-bedroom, one-bath like $800,000? Like, I'm just trying to wrap my head around how things are going right now. Because it's, like, it's pretty hopeless for this generation, for us that are trying to start our lives and get a place. It's like... Rent is absolutely insane. You can't save any money to be able to buy a place. They don't want us to own anything. And they literally want to, like, destroy your dreams of, of starting a life. It's just you know, so embarrassing. I, I got to be quick on this because I want to play these videos. But, you know, my generation, I, I'm 34. I don't know. She looks probably she's younger than me. But my generation kind of had that same hopelessness. It really did. With all the student loan debt that we inquired and acquired, and I'm, I'm speaking for myself here, too. I had to pay... Uh, there was nearly a hundred thousand in student loans, and I mean, I never thought I'd own a home, nothing. And just just four years of the Trump economy were so good economically, I was able to buy a home. Never thought that'd be possible. I'm not a rich man, but the housing market market became affordable. Interest rates got low, and I was able to buy a house under one Trump administration. And look at how quickly it's all been destroyed by Bidenomics. And he gets up there and says, it's the best economy ever, Jack. Everybody knows it. Talk to the American. Okay, let's go back to working class Americans. Uh, here's another lady talking about unaffordability of houses in clip 22. My parents are retired public school teachers. They're like younger boomers and have been teachers their whole lives. I want you to think about what life looks like for a household of two public school teachers with two kids today. Like, what does their house look like? What's their, what's their finances look like? Because this was my parents' situation. As two public school teachers, this is where I grew up, on a lake, with a boat, a three-bedroom house. Not like a super fancy house, but a three-bedroom house. There are currently two houses for sale on this lake. One is $530,000, and the other is $1.2 million. On the lake, my parents moved onto in the 90s as two public school teachers with two children. They never had side hustles. They never had summer jobs. They had summers off. They were two public school teachers, and this is what that afforded them. My fiance and I now make combined what my parents made when I was like in high school, like decades into their teaching careers. Our apartment, when it rains on the outside, it rains on the inside. It's just... It's like enraging and unfathomable. unfathomable. All right, we got all kinds of more examples. Let's just roll the next back-to-back-to-back uh, to back to back as we go to break. Uh, just, just more people sharing with their followers on social media how bad it is. If I seriously had any idea life was going to be this hard and expensive and my degree didn't mean shit, I would have dropped out of school when I was like in third grade and bought my first four-bedroom house for $5,000 when I was like seven. So I'm walking around Costco here and I'm noticing these prices... For example, these mattress lentils, fifteen ninety nine. I bought those a year ago for six ninety nine. I keep getting told 
that we got, you know, six, seven percent inflation. You got to be kidding me. Let's look at what else we got going on here. He says that it's 75 percent inflation. bought this chicken broth, 569, two months ago. He shows how the prices have more than doubled on all these items. Dang, this is the flour we were buying for five ninety nine last year. I just saw a clip from the show where Kim bought a vacation home in Malibu, 40 minutes away from her other mansion in Calabasas. Are we supposed to be entertained by this? There's a housing crisis. Most people can't afford rent, and more than half of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. And I'm supposed to grab some popcorn and snuggle up on the couch with a blanket as I watch this bitch so buy So I can go on for hours with this stuff, folks. It's all over the internet. But don't tell Joe Biden. He's telling you it's the greatest economy ever. And the housing crisis, there is no such thing. He's a liar. Why do you think the globalists are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Delving deep into the heart of globalist plans, it's Owen Schroyer. Yeah, Joe Biden is saying how great the economy is today. Prices are down, gas prices are down, housing prices are down. Just lie, 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 lie. And everybody knows it. Then you've got the border issue, which the Democrats are trying to avoid eating on. But uh, that's why you have them saying, oh, we're building the border and we're stopping this now because it's hurting them politically. So they got their 15 million voters imported from all over the world. Now they're saying, oh, uh, the Democrat voters realize that we put illegal immigrants ahead of them. So let's pretend like we are uh, stopping it now. And. This is happening in Denver, where they're a sanctuary city. Denver distributes flyers warning migrants to go elsewhere. Resources have been exhausted. Yeah, don't you see? They're supposed to stay in the red states to turn the red states blue. That's the Democrat Party agenda, specifically Texas. I mean, really, it's all about Texas, actually. The whole illegal immigration plan is to get 10 million Democrat voters into Texas and turn it blue permanently, and then they'll have New York... California and Texas, and I mean, what is that, like 100 electoral college votes right out of the gates? It's impossible to lose. So so that's really, everything the Democrats do is all about power. Power. 
But now they realize their voters are pissed because Democrats put illegal immigrants over them. So now they're pretending to do something different. Denver sees third wave of illegal immigrants. Officials blame Texas busing program. So, I mean, again, with that measurement, you say, well, Greg Abbott, I guess move them all out of Texas. Just move them all to blue states. And then at least they can't turn Texas blue with this program. But then, of course, they're building the illegal immigrant city in Texas. So it's all just a complete disaster. But even the Colorado Gazette here is admitting we invited all these illegal immigrants. We made it a sanctuary city. We have no one to blame but ourselves. And then again, every time these Democrats have a public hearing dealing with the illegal immigrants, their voters show up and give them the what for and the how to like this in clip number four. Right? They're illegal. Right now, Brandon Johnson and the Democrats are criminals. You're locking up guys from smoking and drugs and, and truck trafficking people for CDing. The drag government's doing it. Right now. We're going to sue the bosses. We're going to sue the Democrats as civilians because those the agents represent the people they voted for. The agents. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sports agent. If I don't have represent my clients, they fire me. It's time to fight. Don't let the Democrats have that stupid convention here next year. Enough's enough. All I see, right, all I see, right, is the citizens of Chicago marching to the gas chamber. Ever since these scumbags came across the point. Woo! That guy's telling it like it is. Folks, I'm telling you, it's impossible to get a true metric on this awakening. Even using myself as a barometer when I go out and the support and the love I get doesn't really, I mean, it, it helps to affirm that InfoWars is still popular and this transmission is still getting out despite all the censorship. But this is like an untapped thing. All we can really do is show you all the press conferences, show you outside of all the illegal immigrant facilities, and we do show you that. But all signs point to the inner cities the major metropolitan areas that are going like 80% blue. I mean, folks, they in the last election, the returns claimed that 90% of people in, in Chicago voted Democrat. 90%. Now, believe it or not, that's, that's what the returns claim. So, I mean, 90%. Hard to believe, but okay. Well, does this look like 90% of people are voting Democrat again? Or does this look like 90% of people are sick and tired of the Democrats and realize they're the real criminals? Because based off what we're seeing, it looks like 90% of people know Democrats are the crooks and the criminals and the liars and the scumbags now. Now, does that mean they're going to vote Republican? I, I don't know. But every time these Democrats go out on the streets now, this happens. So let's just see then. Let's see 90% returns for Democrats in Chicago. Let's see 90% Democrat returns in New York City and everywhere else where the locals are now actively protesting against Democrats every single day. And then are they going to question the election results? And then are they going to get hauled into a gulag? Just like that guy said. What did he say? The Democrats are going to walk us into the gas chambers. He gets it. They can't stop this. They cannot stop this social awareness and awakening and renaissance that's happening, folks. They can't. They've done this. The Democrats owned the crime wave. The Democrats owned the illegal immigration wave. 
The Democrats owned their authoritarianism and fascism. They've owned it. Now the chickens are coming home to roost. Look at this. This is wild. In Washington, D.C., as a reporter is reporting on a robbery at CVS, it's getting robbed in real time in clip 16. It's not an exaggeration to say that this store is being robbed in real time. I've been watching it since we've been out here, and one guy even told me that he doesn't call it CVS. He calls it FreeVS. Also, you may be asking, well, what about security? They have an armed guard right through the main door, but one employee told me he's not really empowered to do anything, so the guard is almost just there waiting and watching as this is happening. And, Brett, there is a whole other element to this because when there is widespread theft like this, it's consumers like the rest of us who have to pay more as retailers try to make up for that lost income. All right, now let's talk about this crime wave. Remember the omnibus bill in the Clinton years that, that Joe Biden sponsored? opened a lot more jails and put a lot more people in jail. And, and, and okay, so, so here's Joe Biden talking about it. Now, you obviously know this is Joe Biden. I'm going to show you the video. You can see him and, and hear him. But just try to imagine this, reading this transcript. Try to imagine reading this transcript and thinking, would a Democrat ever say anything like this today? Or if a Republican said something like this today, what would they be called? Here's Joe Biden 1993 crime bill, clip 24. Take back to the streets. It doesn't matter whether or not the person that is accosting your son or daughter or my son or daughter, my wife, your husband, my mother, your parents, it doesn't matter whether or not they were deprived as a youth. It doesn't matter or not whether or not they had no background that enabled them to have to uh, become a, a social, uh, become socialize into the fabric of society. It doesn't matter whether or not they're the victims of society. The end result is they're about to knock my mother on the head with a lead pipe, shoot my sister, beat up my wife, take on my sons. So I don't want to ask what made them do this. They must be taken off the street. Unless we do something about that cadre of young people, tens of thousands of them, Born out of wedlock, without parents, without supervision, without any structure, without any conscience developing, because they literally, I yield myself three more minutes, because they literally have not been socialized, they literally have not had an opportunity. We should focus on them now, not out of a liberal instinct for love, brother, and humanity, although I think that's a good instinct, but for simple, pragmatic reasons. If we don't, they will, or a portion of them will, become the predators 15 years from now. And Madam President, we have predators on our streets that society has, in fact, in part because of its neglect, created. Again, it does not mean because we created them that we somehow forgive them or do not take them out of society to protect my family and yours from them. They are beyond the pale, many of those people. Now, what would that be called in the year 2023 by Democrats? Dog whistles? Racist? White supremacist? But there's Joe Biden saying it. He's the Democrat president. Now, you remember the guy that stabbed journalist Josh Kruger? Yeah, he was a BLM activist who 
put statements out saying white supremacist police states are killing black people, and then he ended up killing a leftist activist. Is that the, is that the predator Joe Biden was talking about? Where were you when humanity was fighting for its life? Where were you when the globalists were caught trafficking millions of children for sex slavery worldwide? Where were you when the New World Order was starting World War III with Russia? Well, I know where you are. You're watching and listening to InfoWars.com right now, and I salute you and thank you. And I want to encourage all of you who've been in this fight so long to realize we've reached the critical juncture in the battle now. And a key tool in that fight is the Great Awakening, defeating the globalists and launching the next great renaissance. This is my second book, part two of The Great Reset and the War for the World. It's a longer book, a quite frankly, more powerful book. And just like the last book went to number one, it is up to you to send it to number one right now. This is a cultural fight against the globalists, and it funds the InfoWar. Get signed or unsigned copies of The Great Awakening right now at InfoWarStore.com. I want to thank you all for your support, but this is a book everybody needs. Get your copy of The Great Awakening right now. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions and coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. All right, we got a couple of breaking news stories here, but first, I mean, look, it's it's the theme of the decade, it's the theme of the new millennia. Democrats are liars. Or, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When you're an anti-capitalist, but realize you can profit from your boyfriend's viral murder. I just... You hate to... uh, You hate to even get involved in such a tragedy. But when you watch this girl sit there and just witness her boyfriend get stabbed to death and, and just watch it like she didn't even care... What was it like? He, he was just the date to the wedding so that uh, you could both pretend you're not gay. And then you sit there and watch it. You you don't even try to intervene. You don't even cry for help. Nothing. You don't even help the police identify the murderer. And then you raise $70,000 and say, me and my friends need to take off work. How do you not, again, not to not to pile on after a tragedy, but but how do you not look at that and just say, there's something wrong with you? I mean, she stood over the dead body completely emotionless. And now she's raising nearly $100,000 off of it. I mean, folks, how do you, again, I'm a logical, reasonable person. Is that not soulless? 
Is that not inhumane as it gets? Of course these people are leftists. That's par for the course. You want to be a modern-day leftist? You have to have no soul. You have to be committed to lies and diabolical activities. Wow. And then there's Letitia James, who's committing fraud against Donald Trump. And she says, I have no personal vendetta against Donald Trump, but, but oh, new videos of Letitia James have surfaced during the Trump presidency. Uh, let's see if it all adds up. The president of the United States has complained that I'm engaging in some sort of political witch hunt, that I've got some personal vendetta against him, that I campaigned against him. That is not true. This illegitimate no president who sits in the White House. That president, because he's not my president, he's an illegitimate president. His days are numbered. His days are numbered. We've got to get ready to mobilize, and we've got to get ready to agitate and irritate until victory is won. Pause it real quick. Important. So here's Letitia James denying an election, and here's Letitia James encouraging her supporters to agitate. Now, if a conservative, a Republican, or a Trump supporter said that, they'd be hauled off to a gulag. So why is Letitia James allowed to say it? And then why is she allowed to become attorney general? And then why is she allowed to politically persecute Donald Trump? Because there is a double standard of law in this country. There are no laws for Democrats, only laws for Trump supporters, Republicans, and conservatives. And the story of Letitia James and her fraud is the perfect example. So again, let's just start it at the top because I disrupted. Here's Letitia James. She said, oh, I've got nothing against Donald Trump. And then here she is during the Trump years and her entire campaign telling you Trump's illegitimate and she's going to destroy Trump and she's going to tell people to agitate in the streets. Let's just, I mean, just so you fully understand what's going on here. Go ahead. Trump is defeated. We will all rise up and resist this man and ultimately will bring him down. This illegitimate president, I'm going to give you the same level of respect that you gave to President Obama and that is Absolutely no respect at all. Donald Trump has got to go. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. Donald Trump has got to go. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. Oh, Donald Yeah, she's uh, she has no vendetta. She has no, she shouldn't recuse herself. I mean, this is just unbelievable. If you had to pick somebody that would be the most biased person against Donald Trump, it would be her. I tell you, I know it's going to get worse, folks. You're you're gonna you're gonna see things in this country from Democrats. We already have, but you, uh, the incarceration of me for my speech is going to be small potatoes compared about to what the Democrats are about to do to this country. I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it, it, they they are going to destroy this country and this world and 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 our freedoms and our future in ways that we still can't even comprehend it's going to be bad and it's going to be so bad very soon that when it's all said and done the democrat party will be up there with the ranks of the nazis and the kkk as some of the worst diabolical evil groups in human history on planet earth that's how bad it's going to get and Letitia James is one of their ringleaders. Oh, but she's impartial. She can deny an election result. She can tell people to agitate in the streets. 
but I can't chant 1776 in the Capitol, I go to jail. Oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't even inside the building. I can't even go to Washington, D.C. and say USA, USA, USA. I get incarcerated. She says get in the streets and agitate. She denies Trump's election. You do that, you go to jail. All right, we've got some new breaking news on the scumbag that is Hunter Biden. But first, Catherine Herridge is about to release new Biden emails that, once again, folks, to say that Joe Biden did not know about Hunter's business dealings is an outright lie, provable by hundreds of emails that we have and more coming from Catherine Herridge. Means Committee has released hundreds of new documents from the Hunter Biden investigation And I want to walk you through Exhibit 202 and 203. Exhibit 202 is an email from August of 2020. It was sent by Prosecutor Leslie Wolf to senior FBI and IRS investigators who are drafting a search warrant. Wolf tells them to keep the scope narrow and limited to potential violations of foreign lobbying laws, or FARA, and to remove references to Political Figure 1. So who is political figure one? Well, that's explained in Exhibit 203. It's heavily redacted, but this is the draft warrant, and it lists political figure one as former Vice President Joe Biden. The Republican-led House ways... Joe Biden was the big guy. Joe Biden was getting kickbacks on Hunter Biden's foreign deals. What more is there to say, folks? I mean, it's it's all said. It's all done. The Democrats opened the border. Joe Biden economy is destroying the American people. Joe Biden was getting kickbacks from his son's activities with foreigners and foreign countries and businessmen. Letitia James did have a vendetta against Donald Trump, and that's why she's persecuting him. Look. If Hunter Biden wants to shoot pornos with the hookers that he does cocaine with, then I I really don't care. But we all know it's beyond that. But, I mean, just just look at this. This is breaking. Hunter Biden withdrew $20,000 from daughter Maisie's college fund and spent it on hookers and drugs after bankers warned him he had just 44 cents left in his account. Jeez. In late 2018, Hunter Biden withdrew $20,000 from daughter Maisie's college savings to help fund a months-long drug and hooker binge. His private bankers at Wells Fargo sent him an email warning that he had just 44 cents left in his account. Hunter responded with a jumbled reply, ordering them to transfer $20,000 from his daughter's college fund. Now again, the degeneracy and addictions of Hunter Biden are not consequential necessarily to the country. It just shows what a scumbag he is. But his business dealings with his father, that, that's, that's the real issue here. But, I mean, just sad. It's just sad this absolute scumbag family is running the country. You don't think they're selling us out up one side and down the other? Hunter sells his own daughter out for drugs and hookers. These people have no spine. They have no shame. They have no integrity. They have no honesty. All they have is how can I sell you out and enrich myself? And the media defends them. And the corrupt media defends them. And liberal progressive Democrats hop on that train to defend them because they're that stupid and that brainwashed.
Now, getting back to the Wells Fargo situation, there's going to be something big that comes from the Wells Fargo situation with Hunter Biden because I forget the number of suspicious activity reports, but Hunter Biden's bankers at Wells Fargo and other banks, they have the records and they've given them over to the House Ways and Means Committee. And so, again, I I don't know when this is all going to come out. It's like this slow drip. And maybe if Jim Jordan becomes Speaker of the House, we'll have, like, the valve turned on. But, I mean, no, the the money's coming in from from two Hunter Biden's Wells Fargo bank accounts, and then the money's going to Joe Biden. It's all on record, folks. And they've seen it. And I believe if Joe Biden, I believe if Jim Jordan becomes Speaker of the House, then all the dirt on Joe Biden is going to come out. I really believe that. Bodies is back. The ultimate turmeric product on the market has returned to InfoWarsStore.com and is now 25% off for a limited time. Utilized for thousands of years, turmeric is one of the most studied medicinal herbs today. Hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific articles are published every year on the chemistry and therapeutic potential of turmeric and its active components. Bodies will reduce inflammation throughout the body, help boost and support flexibility, increase mobility, assist in joint function, bolster your immune system, and so much more. Regular turmeric from the store contains about 1-5% to of the active ingredient curcuminoids, but our super powerful extract using Bodies contains over 95% of the active ingredients in turmeric. No other product can compare with this curcuminoid delivery system, so if you want to put the true power of turmeric to the test, then look no further. Grab yourself a bottle today for 25% off at M4Store.com and put your body at ease. 